everybody, Pre-Accident Podcast. It is another exciting day. I'm excited. It's kind of a wintry in New Mexico, just in case you're wondering what it's like. In New- like if you're sitting there thinking, I wonder what the weather's like in New Mexico. I'm about to tell you. Even though I find it tedious to talk about the weather, but I wonder if it's because there's just a lack of other stuff to talk about. Except for today. Today, is that is not the case. Because today I got to hang out with Jim Frederick and Lisa Brooks. I don't know why I hesitated there. I, I think I wondered who I'd say first. Maybe I should say it this way. Lisa Brooks and Jim Frederick. Now I've done both. See, now no one can be offended by that. I mean, they still will be. Don't worry. That is never the problem. It's easy to offend people. But I got to talk to them about the upcoming Human and Organizational Performance Conference. Now, I don't know how much you guys know about the HOP Conference. It started several years ago, and it was really kind of, in, in the old days, it was sort of a guerrilla meeting where people got together and talked about an alternative way to look at managing reliability and safety. But now, over time, it's become pretty straight-up legit. And uh, and the conference was moved, like so many other conferences, because of COVID-19. And what was interesting is that generally this conference has been pretty much a North America conference, but now that it's moved online, it's got a lot of international uh, flair to it, a lot of international participation. But I think what's most interesting about this conference is how the topics over, because I think we've only done maybe three or four of these. I mean, not very many, but over time, how the, how the topics have changed. And, and in fact, that's what Lisa and Jim and I talk about. It's pretty remarkable because when we first started, we were really talking a lot about fundamentals and breaking kind of this new view, the safety differently view into organizations and what that looked like, what it smelled like, what it felt like, how to move forward with that, you know, pitfalls, learnings, all that kind of stuff. It's really interesting because this conference uh, this year really reflects kind of an entirely new view. It's, it's much more aligned towards creating an environment of psychological safety where people can engage workers to understand sort of the notion of what, the world looks like when it's filled with uncertainty like a pandemic right or there's a ton of stuff about around resilience i mean there's just a lot going on it's it's a great little conference and i think the good news is and i got no vested interest in this i mean i'm not this this i'm just saying this because i think it's worth you guys looking at um the good news is is I, i think this is a great opportunity virtually to not only look at what other people are doing and be exposed to new ideas, new concepts, uh, reinforced on some old ideas and concepts that you've been thinking about, but also to build really a sense of camaraderie and community and network. Uh, I try to never use the word network, but, but it's definitely a part of it as well. And that hop conference idea, well, that was the idea. That's why it all started anyway. But now I think the ability to do that on a global level uh, is, is pretty cool. And the conference is, is, I mean, it's really promising. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of unbelievable uh, who's going to participate. But I think that's okay because by virtual participation, it's, it's easier to reach into people who are normally busy and capture some of their time. One of the things they're doing, which I think is really cool, are these, these sort of uh, on-demand 
open Q&A sessions with almost anybody who's presented in the organization. So if you, if you want to talk to somebody, you can submit the need to talk to them and they'll open up some time where you can have, you know, an hour to have these open Q&A sessions. So that's pretty cool as well. I'm excited about it. And that's why we're going to talk about that with Lisa and Jim. But what I'm really excited about even more is spending time with you because we're almost at the end. I can see it coming the end of 2020. And I can't tell you how excited I am to see 2020 go. I just can't. It's yeah, it's going to be a great year to sort of watch in the rear view mirror as it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And that idea is appealing to me at every level. It's been a very interesting year. We'll recap a little bit. I guess I need to put that together, but we need to recap kind of what this year meant to us and, and, and some of the highlights and maybe lowlights of what we talked about. It's been a, uh, it's been a hell of a year. No question. A hell of a year, but there's light at the end of the tunnel and eventually it'll be 2021. And that I'm thinking is going to be a complete turnover and a new vibe and a new way to kind of start again (laughs) if I can. So that's, that's, um, that's pretty interesting, and that's a part of what happens. And I, I'm so excited for you guys to hear this podcast and see what you think. I, I just adore Lisa and Jim. They are really two of my favorite people on earth. Getting the chance to spend time with them is worth it, no matter what. But actually getting to talk about and listening to their energy, because they've been putting this together for a while, listening to their energy around this conference that you're going to enjoy immensely. So without much uh, more ado, with further ado, without much further ado, here is our conversation around HOP 2021 and uh, what you can expect and how you can be a part of it. So sit back and relax and enjoy it. It's it's worth your time. You'll enjoy it. So the HOP, the HOP conference is coming up. What are the dates for it? It is. You think January- I know this. Yeah, January 12th through the 14th. That's okay. the main event. And then January 5th through 7th, the week before, excuse me, 5th and 7th, we have two pre-summit training workshops, one on the fundamentals of human and organizational performance and one on learning teams. So really allowing those who really have done nothing in this space yet, who are just brand new, to get them a little bit up to speed so they can, you know, really gain more or benefit more from participating in the main event so are you excited about it because i know we had to cancel because the last one happened right as the pandemic began right so we had to cancel that one what's the energy around this one from the speakers and the presenters the energy is very high we have been doing some pre-recording with many of our presenters so that we've got it ready to roll at the january dates and the energy level from those folks is very high people are excited to have an opportunity to get out of the house after uh virtually get out of the house after (laughs) being being here and uh, for so long um, and have these, uh, you know, an opportunity to interact and network with some of our colleagues in this space, because uh, that's really one of the keys of this, this particular conference is that networking that goes on in the hallways. And, and we have 
hopefully, fingers crossed, have a system in place that that is going to happen as well as it can in a virtual space through the, the platform that we're using for the meeting. There will be lots of ability to interact amongst people that are there as participants. Has there been a lot of interest? Oh, yeah. Well, to build on what Jim said, the week following the main event, that is January 20, excuse me, 19th to the 21st, we have reserved those days to set up um, post-event networking discussions. So this will be based on demand and requests and popular topics during the main event. So it'll provide opportunities, additional opportunities for the attendees to connect with one another and the speakers. So we're really trying to do everything we can both to provide great content, but also to provide ways for people to connect despite the fact that this is a virtual event. So, so what is the, what does the content look like? I mean, what, what, what can we expect to see? Well, there's over 40 hours of content. It includes three plenary sessions. And of course, you are our kickoff speaker in our first plenary keynote session. Um, you, uh, along with David Payne from Chevron. Then we have one keynote session targeting, I mean, that on the topic of resilience, which uh, we will be featuring both David Woods from OSU, Ohio State, or the Ohio State. Yeah, don't forget the. You have to say the. Yeah, you cannot forget that. As a a Michigan grad, that is hard to say. (laughs) And Chris Henson from uh, NASA. And then the, um, so each of the three days at the summit has a, a keynote plenary session. So the third one is built around psychological safety. And we have two awesome speakers, Martha Acosta and Lauren Mooney. So we really have three great plenary sessions set up. So each morning there's a two hour plenary session. Then each afternoon we have eight hours of content of uh, live sessions, learning workshops, learning sessions. There'll be four uh, offered concurrently so that there's 24 hours total of those between the three days. But also then we, we had some content, you know, as you mentioned, we had um, really designed the whole agenda um, for a live event. And when we had to pivot to virtual, we were trying to, we were struggling for a while to say, how can we provide all the same content? And what we figured out is that we can do uh, some sessions on demand. So we're providing about 12 hours of sessions on demand. So people can view them whenever they want. Now, the downside is they don't get the opportunity to, at that moment, have a Q&A with the speakers. But with the systems uh, within the app that we chose, they have ways to connect with the speakers. And as I mentioned, they say they can request, hey, I want to have a networking discussion set up on this topic so I can, you know, further investigate this topic with the speaker and with other attendees. So we really tried to build great content and great opportunities for for connecting with others. So this networking t- time that you're going to create, that's a really good idea. That's unusual. I mean, I have not seen that in the bunches of conferences that I've presented at during COVID. But is that why you were asking about um, not necessarily doing Q&A during the presentation, but having like an open time after the presentation for Q&A so you could put it on demand and everyone could watch it whenever they're available and then get together the I guess the following week is what you're saying for the Q&A period? So some of these networking sessions will be built around the days of the main event. We're going to have happy hour discussions. We're going to have lunch and learn discussions, but then we're going to have additional ones the week after. So we're we're trying to leverage all the time we have, all of the speakers 
uh, that are available. Like, as you mentioned, we've asked you to do, uh, to, to make yourself available for a happy hour with Todd Conklin um, that Tuesday afternoon after um, the concurrent learning sessions are done. And, and thankfully you agreed. So Yeah, and no, I'm just, glad. So they could, in theory, let's just use a, I'll make up an example and tell me if I'm right or not. They could spend a time and ask David Woods anything they wanted to ask about resilience. Absolutely. Yes. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Hey, and so you talked about, you know, the excitement. So, I, you know, we'll be honest with you in that at, um, at first there was a little bit of a letdown when we had to pivot to virtual, you know, we rescheduled it, postponed with um, hopes that we could by postponing it six months, still hold it face to face. And then when we had to pivot to virtual, we're like, ah, oh, we were a little bummed until we recognized that this actually provides a, a great, amazing opportunity to reach a whole bunch more people. So with the face-to-face event, we were restricted to certain numbers, the capacity of the hotel. With the virtual event, we can take as many people who want to attend. So that you're, we're, we're looking at this really as an opportunity um, a, a, instead of a disappointment. So, How compelling is this message? How important is this, uh, this human performance message during a time from COVID? What are you guys thinking about it there at your level? I think that, I think that pointing was at you, Jim. I think that oh, means probably, you, huh? you get to answer. So wake is up. That, is that the message? Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, Todd, this, this particularly in the, the COVID, um, in the context of COVID, just just as a quick aside, one of the on-demand sessions is going to be specifically on um, how HOP has helped people deal with uh, barriers they were thrown during the pandemic, and also how they found ways to continue their HOP journey to progress during the COVID um, era this year. And so that's going to be specific, but but boy, within the context of what what we've all been facing in this calendar year uh, since March with this pandemic, um, this is vital uh, for people. You know, be you a shop floor worker that's interested in in increasing your knowledge on human organizational performance and increasing the capacity for your health and safety program, um, or you're a, a long experienced person in HOP and you're well along your way in your journey. Um, this conference will have material and content that is spot on for you to take back and put into place um, at your workplace right away and uh, hopefully find everything you need to advance you to the next step in the process. What made you guys choose the whole, the, the sort of the three topic areas, applied human performance, that's day one, then resilience, which seems brilliant to me, that's day two, and then this notion of psychological safety is day three. What, what, what was your thinking? Well, to be honest, there are six, oh, actually, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different tracks. <laughs> I had to do a quick math. Nine different tracks. And those three stood out to us to, to rise to the level of a keynote session because we felt providing different content was vital and expanding people's thought processes and learning. And honestly, we had not hit on either the resilience topic nor the psychological safety topic in past events. And we felt like they were important topics. You know, our focus on the HOP Summit has always been from principles to practice, really helping practitioners make that transition from understanding the concepts, you know, um, from an academic perspective to, to making them work in practice. 
And these were areas that we hadn't explored at, really in depth before. So the conference itself will have nine different tracks from organizational learning to case studies. Um, but these we thought we wanted to dedicate um, plenary sessions because it's it's important to look at this from many different perspectives and viewpoints. Well, so my opinion on that, in case you wonder, even if you don't wonder, you have to listen because it's a Zoom call. You can't really, I mean, I guess you can mute me from your side. Can you? Can you mute well, the I other? Could. Well, don't. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, but my theory is that we haven't really talked about resilience and psychological safety in prior hop conferences because we were in a world a year ago that was really sort of directed towards optimizing production efficiency, mm-hmm. better, faster, cheaper. You know, we know, we know exactly what that means. And what's crazy is our world's changed dramatically. We're now organizations are really quite honestly being driven to optimize this idea of resilience. And you can't have a resilient organization if you don't have engaged workforces, high levels of trust, and the expertise that exists at the essential, let me put little quotes around that, essential worker level. So psychological safety makes a lot of sense. In a way, you guys, not to butter you up, that'll come later, but this is really, I think, a really important um, topic area. It's it's an important conference because organizations are – are really being pushed. Let me give you a sidebar story, and you guys will appreciate this. I was I was on a conference call with like the senior global directors of safety for this really big company, really big, like gigantic big company. And the VP of safety and health said to the CEO, um, he said, "If you would have, if I would have asked you a year ago for a million dollars to buy masks and hand sanitizer." and a warehouse to put them in, you would have walked me out of this building. And nine months ago, you asked me why I didn't have it. And it was a really interesting conversation with that CEO. And what it, what it led to is really the shifting, the shifting, I don't want to say priorities, but the shifting focus that our organizations are being forced to deal with. And I think that's, that's a super timely part of, what the hop conference is talking about. What do you guys think? I can't argue. <laughs> I no, no, it's a great point. It's a great point, Todd. And, and, you know, in the, in the concept of organizational resilience, the, the ability to learn and improve only happens when the learning is happening. Um, and, and, you know, it's also, I've, I've seen a lot of, of, of experience over the last number of years, but particularly in this past year of, of kind of the way that uh, sometimes resilience, resilience, the concept of resilience was misused, misused by shifting it right back onto individuals and talking about the resilience of workers. We're going to make our workers more resilient. And, and through all of what has happened in this calamity of, of a year we've had, people are truly, truly recognizing the, the real concept of organizational resilience and, and trying to rise and move forward versus just pointing fingers at each other. And, and you know what? I have to give kudos to our program committee. So we have a committee of about 20 different people um, that really have helped us build the agenda. And I will share with you that we had the resilience and the psychological safety topics picked out before the pandemic hit. They just now have become even more, more important. And Jim or I can't take credit for um, selecting those as the topics to focus on for those keynotes. It was a group effort by the, the program committee. So 
I mean, we really have a great group of individuals, a diverse group of individuals from, um, from academia to many different companies, different size companies to consultants, all working together and with different connections to bring together and build the, the agenda for this event. Okay, this is an unfair question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What are you guys most looking for? What presentation are you most looking forward to seeing? Which, which are the ones that you are like, oh, I'm not going to miss this one? Too, too hard? Was that question too hard? Should I just I stick to yes or no to, questions? I can't miss the, the plenaries. Everyone has to go. But I am really looking forward to Martha Acosta and Lauren Mooney because I think the two of them complement each other um, fan, fabulously. And I've heard just a little bit about what both of them are going to cover. And I'm super excited because I haven't heard their particular message, the way they're going to present it. I haven't heard it before. So I have to say from my perspective now, and that's kind of cheating because that's a plenary session. So we all have to go to that one, but I'll start there. No, I'll take that answer. They're both so damn smart. I can see why you say that. Jim, what do you think? Well, well, so, um, I, although it's, it is virtual. So Lisa wouldn't know if I wasn't in the, the exactly. plenary you, could, session. you could sneak out. I could sneak out. I I'd just leave the computer on. How would she know? Um, but 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 one of the breakout sessions I think that's going to be really exciting is uh, um, are the couple that are around the experiences of of you know kind of larger organizations, smaller organizations of the 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 journey they've been on of the implementation of their of their journey in hot and and you know just those experiences that they're willing to bring to the table and sh- share those are panel discussions so it's different views from different organizations and and the people in the participants that come to that those sessions will really be able to take a lot back with them of those experiences and hopefully uh you know work their way around the obstacles and uh, uh take back the good stuff and put it in practice right away how do they sign up um, you, Say that again. Hop.orchse.com. Hop.orchse.com. Okay, I got it. That, could yeah. you could you not get a more complicated um, way to sign up? Well, we wanted some more letters, but the, the people <laughs> from Sesame Street wouldn't let us take any more. They'd only let us use those. <laughs> and it's not too late, right? I mean, that's the great thing about a virtual is. You don't have to worry about a hotel room. I mean, it's it's not too late. You can I mean, pants are optional. Pants are optional, and 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 the the early bird registration fee. This is important. The early bird registration fee ends um, on New Year's Eve at midnight. So when that ball drops at midnight on New Year's Eve, the price goes up. So register <laughs> before then. Wow, that. Yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things about being virtual is we are recording all of the sessions. So if you are torn between Three of the different sessions that are offered on the same time slot. There's four sessions. You're like, darn it, I want to go to all three of these. You can attend one and then later watch the recording of the other ones. So what's neat is for one small fee of $450, (laughs) you really get over 40 hours of content because you can really attend every single hour of that because you can go back and watch the recording. And after you watch the recording, if it's not, you're not able to participate in the Q&A, the system builds ways for you to connect with the speakers or ask other attendees questions and start your own dialogue on that very same topic. So we're hoping to leverage all of the functionality that this, this um, event management app that we chose, that we have chosen um, will offers. So 
Well, thanks for doing this, you guys. I know it's 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 a lot of work. It, it, it probably was an extra lot of work because it's. I mean, we're all just kind of learning this on the way. But the good thing is, it's we're far enough out. You could benefit from some of the learning of the early conferences, but mostly it's just a lot of work to put something like this together to keep all the the coordination going and and find interesting and compelling people to present. I appreciate you guys a lot. Thank you. Well, thanks. And we appreciate you. We appreciate your support and the fact that you're going to be our kickoff plenary speaker. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better individual to, to get the attendees fired up about this event. So, so thank you for being part of it and, and your support. You're too sweet. That's what that was. That was too sweet. Jim, That's you're, true. Jim, you're looking good in your office there. Hey, how about that? You know? Yeah, I think it's really bold. It used to be my kid's bedroom, and now it's an office. (laughs) That's right. I think that's happened everywhere. I think it's bold to have a blue wall and a blue shirt because, in a way, it's like a floating head. Yeah, it's kind of the the opposite of the green screen, right? But it's the blue screen. (laughs) It's perfect. It's perfect. So what do you guys think? That was great. Oh, thanks. We appreciate it. Yeah. I'll put it up this week. So okay. I, I heard the message loud and clear yesterday, so I'll get it up. And uh, and I don't know. We'll see. It should probably, I mean, it'll get some, it'll definitely get some new ears on it. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. And if you're okay with it, we'll probably um, push folks from our yeah. um, oh, social fine. media. We'll amplify it. the message yeah, no, that's fine. social media. That's yeah. my the new word we have, amplify. We've nice. learned that. Nice. Yeah. You guys are getting really smart on this yeah. social media stuff. No. I, I think you just have to be just dumb and fall into it like we've done in the past. So, but uh, it'll be fun. I think we're set. I think I think it'll be great. I'm really excited. Wasn't that fun? I mean, that was kind of fun talking to Jim and Lisa. That was great. So January 12th through the 14th is the actual virtual conference. You can still sign up. It's pretty uh, reasonable as conferences go. Um and then they've got the two pre-conference workshops, which are the 5th and the 7th, so the week before. So it's set up. And then you sign up at hop.orchse.com. Did I get that right? God, could they make a – did you hear me take a little dig at them? Could you make a more complicated way to sign up? I mean, I guess there's no backslash in it, so that's good. Look for it. I would recommend this because why not? It's, uh, it's, it's an opportunity – to listen to some like-minded people talk about how things are working where they live. And I actually think that's kind of worthwhile. So that's just me. Plus it's fun. I mean, we'll have a good time. That's all got to say about that. Look forward to a big month. We're going to have a lot of more conversations. Uh, so stay tuned for sure. Tell your friends, subscribe, punch that like button, do all the stuff you're supposed to do in social media. I am, an, I am a reluctant social media person. I'm not, is that the right word? I didn't mean to be in, so involved in podcast. It just happened. I, I stumbled into it stupidly, uh, which is the story of my life for so many things. So it just, uh, it's not a surprise to me. Until then, stick with me, my friends, because we're going to make it through this. We're going to make it through 2020. I promise it's going to happen. It is. Until then, learn something new every single day, and you will, I promise. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Be kind to each other. That seems really important, muy importante. And for goodness sakes, be safe.